Hello, welcome to this week's episode of You Can't Be Serious. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Joshua Tracing. Hey, and I'm Mitch Patempa. Thanks for listening on this week. This week, uh, I think we're going to talk some, some Super Bowl. Uh, there, Josh. That's right. So you might notice we're missing Matt Torrey. He had work obligations. This is a podcast we do for fun. We have real lives outside of this, and Matt's gotten the way this week, but all good. Um, but anyway, like Mitch said, uh, we're recording this on a Thursday, uh, February 4th, and this upcoming Sunday is Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, now, we're not going to be talking about like the game at all. That's meant for a different podcast. Check out Juicing the Numbers, your statistics and sports podcast, Juicing the Numbers. Um, but the Super Bowl brings about a, uh, its own like little sets of conversations, its own like little things that make it unique outside of the game itself. And we figured we'd touch upon a couple of those topics today. Um, I think the, the first thing, one of the first things Mitch and I were talking about as we were getting ready for this episode that makes the Super Bowl kind of weird is it's one of the only times you look forward to watching advertisements. Um, yeah. Something that most people pay extra to avoid. And I would still do that if I could for the Super Bowl. That's my hot take. I can't. Oh, yeah. I, oh, oh, my gosh. There, if somebody tells me to be quiet during a commercial, I'm going to be a little judgy against you. And I'm sorry. I'm just trying to be up front here. That's ridiculous. A commercial? That's what we're watching this for? So that you can get something sold to you? I don't know. Talk me off this. It's kind of silly. Well, see, the problem here, Mitch, is that I'm not going to. <laughs> um, <laughs> I need somebody and, to counter me. <laughs> well, no. Because the oh, thing about... Yeah, give me your take. Well, so, so the thing about a great commercial... For, all right, so, all right, let me, you know what? Let me break it down this way. I think a commercial can be either two things, uh, funny or informative, informative about their product in a straightforward and uh, or in a digestible way. I don't think it can be both because I've never once like laughed at a commercial and also been sold that their product is good. And I've never been sold that a company's product is good while also it being funny. Okay. All right. Like, I, yeah, like I I've get seen that. some yeah. funny, like, Doritos commercials in my... In my but world, you're not but being sold on that, right? Right. They're, not trying, they're just trying to get you talking about Doritos. That's the, whole, that's the whole point, I believe, right? Yeah, it's the same thing with... Um, remember when the Tide commercials were everywhere on the Super Bowl, like, three years ago? The Phillies Pats one, where... Uh, what, what happened? No, I don't remember. There was Tide commercials? Yeah, the like Tide bought like fucking like I don't know seven ads during the Super Bowl. Um, like an ad would start, and then some guy would pop out and be like, "Uh, what's this an ad for? Uh, clean shirt, clean pants. Eh, it's a Tide commercial." Um, and that would just ha- happen like like six or seven times during the course of the Super Bowl, and then everyone was talking about Tide, so I guess it worked. Um, I don't know. Like, That's, does that contribute to selling more product? Do you think? But- but so that that's what I'm trying to say is like I can appreciate that as a good bit. And I'm like, you know, I I I can appreciate that writing, that idea. I, it didn't make me want to buy more tide. No. Like because what I was gonna I try to know. get at is what does a commercial have to do for you to actually sell you on a topic or on a on a on a product? You know, you want to think of yourself as being like so impervious to like tricks of commercials. You know what I'm saying, like, I'm trying to like what really does sway my opinion, and I want to say like nothing. Commercials change my opinion, none. But I don't think that's being truthful to the to the question. Um, shit, what is it in a commercial? I guess I would I would prefer to watch a funny commercial. I don't know if it works better. I prefer to watch one that's funny. I don't know about you. I don't want i don't uh, informative be an informative commercial is like an infomercial like i think i learned more about shake weight in a shake weight commercial than i did about a doritos product in a doritos super bowl ad you know what i'm saying oh, i'd much totally. rather watch the doritos one i i i want my commercials 
a commercial that would sell me is a commercial that is very boring. I like, like I'm waiting for the day that someone makes a car commercial targeted towards me, which is a 10 second commercial, (laughs) just the car not going anywhere where a, a faceless voice just tells you the statistics about the vehicle. This is the 2021 Honda Odyssey. It gets 35 miles to the gallon highway, 30 city. <laughs> like, very, that's it. That's all you like very direct about like it, you know, it's depreciation is X <laughs> in a given year. <laughs> like, cause like at the end of the day, that's all I really give a shit about. And if you're trying to make the most of your time, cause it, you know, like if you're buying a car, you're doing this research anyway, you know, mm-hmm. let's, let's give me a starting point. Like, you know, those, um, you know, like speaking of Tide, like those fucking like, uh, you know, cleaning product commercials where they'll show you those like CGI zoomed in. Look at how this one knocks the dirt away out of the clothes. And this one doesn't. <laughs> and you're like, this is a CGI bullshit you made yourself. Um, <laughs> I would love it, though, if they like did that and said, you know, it's because we have, you know, hydro, kabogo, boobs, like whatever bullshit chemical sounds. <laughs> Instead of just like, we got more soap and less water. <laughs> like, but, <laughs> like, but is your soap good? <laughs> like, I don't know anything. <laughs> Even if I'm not going to understand ah. it. You know what I mean? Is every consumer like you? I don't know. I, I don't think so. Right? Maybe you're just not the, t- again, it's just like we're not the target audience. But I will tell you, though, our commercials of any commercials have been the most that have confused me more than anything. Like, have you ever, like, watched a car commercial and you really don't know what commercial is, like, completely about? Oh, absolutely. Most times, they end up being a car commercial. It's either that or, like, body fragrance. I, I think the idea with it is they're trying to sell you on a lifestyle, you know? But the thing about it is... And, you know, unfortunately, this would be a great question for Matt, um, because I don't know about you, but I'm not a car guy. Um, No, neither am I. And I think that's the problem with why I can't get sold on a lifestyle with a car, because if I was to, like, you know, become a millionaire and Mm -hmm. I was going to get a millionaire style car, I first off, I probably still just get something really boring, like a Toyota Camry or some shit. Um, mm-hmm. but if I was to get like a rich guy car, I'd get like, I'd get a pretty standard, like the, I don't think I'm going to get swayed by a Honda commercial the same way. I'm not going to get swayed by an Acura commercial. Like as a, right. as a, as a consumer for a big ticket item like that, I'm still going to have to like shop around and go test drive a bunch of shit. And it's going to be a terrible process. And these commercials won't factor into my decision-making. So some people buying a car for them, I guess, is emotional. Is that the way we, I guess we can explain it? Like, cause I, 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 so. I, I get the lifestyle bit. Is the other than, well, dude, what's the next, I, the next car I want is an electric car. That's a lifestyle choice, dude. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't even really kind of put two and two together until I just thought that out loud. I don't know about you, but the next car I'm trying to get is a, an electric car. I've I've definitely definitely thought about it. So I, I they're not it. they're not like terribly unaffordable either. It's not even like a rich man's car anymore. Like you know, uh, I think next ten years, think about how much that technology is going to improve. It's going to be nuts. You're going to just wait till Apple comes out with their car. Um, they working on then that. You have that. Then you have yeah, they are. I think they're partnered with like Kia or some shit like that. It's uh, it's, it's 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 around the corner, man. Um, that would be nuts. Would you go with a Would you go with a Google car, or would you go with a Google car or an Apple car? Oh man, you're asking me a question I don't care about. <laughs> I, I, do. I what whatever is cheaper and has better mileage. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I'm not a brand guy. Not a brand. So maybe that's why we can't. And I'm not a brand. Not necessarily a brand guy either. Maybe that's why we can't appreciate commercials for that kind of lifestyle, talkative, like image creating commercials. Like, you know, there are some like flow and progressive. That's an image, right? 
You're not. Are you sold on the quality of the insurance from that? Fuck no. no with, with the, the gecko commercial, with the gecko. What is, what's that about? Yeah. It's nothing. But what what do you choose? You know, what do you you know? What's the first one you think of? That's that's all they're going for. Like when you say insurance company, what's the first one you think of? Um, Allstate. I don't know. Right. Boom. That's what they're paying their money for. You know what I'm saying? So when yeah. you go to start research, like they're the starting point. You know, it's it's funny you say that because I always wonder, like, why does Coca-Cola spend money on advertising? You know, like mm-hmm. everybody in the world knows who Coca-Cola is. And if you're mm-hmm. going to the store and you want a cola, like, you know, you know, your choice is pretty much boiled down to Coke or Pepsi. And then, you know, if you have other weird local brands, I guess those. Uh, But they do it because, you know, they want you to, like, see a Coke ad and go, like, hey, now I want one. Um, And to make you think next time you're at the store, like, ah, you know what, let's put that on the list. And, you know, like like you said, like, keep it front of mind. But Mm -hmm. it's crazy to think that, like, brands have – because, like, maybe it's because we're in, like, an information age. But if I'm looking for insurance, I'm not sure I'm starting with – an insurance company website anymore because there's too many websites that do comparisons for you on the site, you know? Right. Um, Like, and same thing if I'm, if I'm, I'm not usually concerned with my beverage brand of choice here. I'm going to make that decision when I get to the grocery store um, because I kind of know what my options are at, my store like i'm not sure i'm not sure how much room i even have to be sold on like big things you know like you know, actually you know point. What, yeah you know what the weirdest yeah. commercial is for me these days is that it it's the rocket mortgage con- commercials you know these uh yeah i think so the ones where like, is it the ones where, like, the neighbors are doing something like, like oh, but the, the neighbor's fencing is awful. No, that's an insurance commercial. Is the Rocket I Mortgage. I mean, like, like, the concept of Rocket Mortgage. Well, what is the concept of Rocket Mortgage? It's just getting people a mortgage. Yeah, right? it's, a, it's a mortgage lending app. And it's like, that's, what? Like, could you imagine seeing a commercial from, like, Sally Mae for, like, student loans? Like, no. it's so weird. And I get that as a newer company, you have to do that for brand awareness. But, like, they make it seem fun. And it's a mortgage. That's like, bold, I, I, you know? I, I see commercials all the time when I watch the news because I'm an old man um, for life insurance. But, like, a life insurance app where it's, like, fun and, you know, everyone getting life insurance is, like, super cool, man. And it's, like... It's just weird. <laughs> They're trying to like make something that from your perspective, there's no it's not like there's no relevance to getting life insurance. Like that's a relevant decision, but there's no excitement about it in terms of you genuinely liking it. You know what I'm saying? saying that these commercials like make it look like buying this life insurance is like actually a life-changing opportunity or or a life-changing decision and that's really and like it's something fun to do and well i guess fun (laughs) is the key thing yeah you know it's i have no idea well you know what what do you think the average cost of a super bowl that is this year oh shit that's a great question um i have the answer up here so you do. It, what, what like, chunk of time is it broken down into? Like, are we looking at five seconds, 10, 15? Um, no, so 30 seconds. 30 seconds, okay. Uh, I'll say... And this price is... I'm sorry, let me just clarify this. This is opened the bidding at this amount. Oh, interesting. Okay, so it's opened the bidding. Open the bidding. Uh, $1 million. 
It's between five and five and a half million dollars. Oh, damn it. You know what? I was going to say five million dollars, but then you said open the bidding. And I was like, well, five is what I imagine people would pay. And, oh, damn it. Five is where they're starting, dude. Yeah. Wow. And so, and then what's the average viewership of the Super Bowl? It's a hundred million people. Yeah. Well, because it, I get that's like the weird thing about the Super Bowl is that it's not just one of the, if not the most watched televised event of a given season, it's or a given year, it's also a an event in which people aim to watch the commercials. And I just, is it maybe because we're just like football people and we like just know the game and, and we've been kind of brought up with it and other people haven't? that's part of it and like that's their excuse to kind of join in on this ritual that has been created around the sport maybe that's it uh, i i i think it's a thing that a lot of people who don't care about football get roped into and so they find their joy in other places like my mother doesn't give a fuck about football Right. But she will have a ball making fun of the commercials. Even, you know, not even the ones that are good. The ones that are bad, she'll just sit there and make fun of the commercials. And that's where she finds her joy when watching the game because she's still, you know, a little bit, like, socially pressured to watch it because everyone else is going to um, And it'd be, like, rude if she didn't, too. But she doesn't give a shit about who's playing. So that's where she finds her entertainment. So I, I think it's just lowest common denominator in, in a lot of ways right and a lot of people are it's like the one time a year that they're like everybody's forced to watch it to an extent you don't want to be and like especially when you go and you know on the work the next day and there's the water cooler talk you don't want to be the one that didn't watch the game right especially with so many uh workplaces having uh betting pools oh my god oh dude i don't know about you bro so many people gamble on that shit, dude, at my place of work. I, uh, I, I did it my first year in the workforce because everyone in my office did. It was one of those, it was one of the box situations where it's like, you know, you pick a box, put some quantity of dollars in it, and um, the box mm -hmm. aligns to the final digit of a score. And I really didn't want to do it because when I first, I started work working in january um and then the super bowl came around in february and so i got like two paychecks and was still very broke <laughs> uh -huh. i did not want to do this but i like let myself be pressured into it and then like lost and i've never done it oh, since because no. i'm like i it's it's so so random. you should it is so random but you shouldn't but that's kind of part of the fun and that's another thing that people will do to get into it so you're not a fan of the of the boxes pool? No, no, no. Um, no okay, no. Because I because I kind of like it here and there. You know, you, you get a couple numbers. You're just watching for something. No, you, know, you should have you should have put so much into it for you. If you lose, you're like fuck. I I'm a very boring better. I I will I will like only bet money line. Because oh, in on. my mind, gotta, yeah, no, no, in my mind, it's like, all right, look, like I can ration a reason why Team A should win, but I cannot rationale a reason why they why they will or will not win by more or less than seven and a half. Like <laughs> you're asking me way too many hypothetical questions with that question. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yes, yeah, so you. No, that's not particularly boring. Will you parlay anything? Do you put like string anything together? Oh, I'll parlay it. I'll, I'll yeah, definitely so that, parlay that's it. Fun. That's fun. To me, that's okay. But you feel like you have more control over that than if you just you know put numbers in boxes. Uh, I I think knowing the randomness of sports in the aggregate makes it hard to bet on the minutia. It's like I know that the Dodgers are going to win a hundred games a year, but like, do you want to bet by how much in a given game? Like I know on average, the Dodgers are going to like 
just annihilate the Baltimore Orioles. Do right. you want to bet that they're going to do it by more or less than two runs? Also, or, that here, or that they'll win at all? It's just so tough. It, well, it is tough, but here's how people were rationing it out. Who's pitching? What time is the game? Who's in and who's out? You look up matchups. You know, some pitchers pitch well against other teams as opposed to you know, not as well against some teams. I don't know. Oh, hey, I totally get it. Yeah, there, there's stuff to make, make people feel confident about that particular statistic. It's a way for them to, like, level the playing field. I, but I, don't, I wouldn't classify you as a boring gambler. I think you're a little hard on yourself. I think you're a boring well, gambler. That's, that's definitely who I am as a person. <laughs> <laughs> but I think what, what, you know, the boxes and the, and the, the ads, I think it's, it's kind of all just part of this. It's really, be, when you say holiday, I don't mean it in terms of like, like actually being important but a holiday in that there's like ritual surrounding it it's just kind of interesting that the commercials have kind of like become one we've also kind of gotten to like this offshoot of like how the boxes and numbers have become one and, and there's another one that we can touch on too and that's dude, the, how about the food that what are you planning on enjoying man got any ideas oh sure so it, there, it is a college tradition of mine um, where everyone I'm watching the game with gets their own Domino's pizza and then eats the entire thing and feels bad. No, you just <laughs> broke my heart, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> A oh, whole yeah. Domino's pizza? Does it have to be plain? No, no, like, do whatever you want. That's, is that what you're planning on doing this year? Is getting a whole Domino's yeah. pizza and eating it? Yeah. Is, you, is Kel getting one too? Yes, she is. <laughs> Really? <laughs> no yeah, way. Oh yeah. She's like she's aware of this. Like this is this isn't like going to be oh, a surprise yeah. to her. No, oh, no, she knows. <laughs> do you ha- <laughs> do you have to finish it? No, no, you don't. You don't have to. <laughs> I thought that's like part of it. Saying like, no, we have to finish the pizza no matter what. I mean, it's better if you do because you'll feel worse about yourself. But uh, no, no, you don't have to. Okay, so all right, let's take this ritual out of perspective. <laughs> and let's look at pure game. Day, which okay, what's I need? You have the craziest rituals ever, Josh. We've talked about rituals <laughs> before. This is not the first time we've talked about this. What's up with this? Hey, man, I oh, man. I, I know what I'm about. <laughs> Every year. Domino's pizza, and then I I, I make a I make a, a mean guacamole every year, so there will be that, gua- and yeah. um, we'll see what happens. Was you know everything else just will fall in place, man. You put the guacamole on top of your pizza? Fuck no, that's that's. that's, <laughs> that's Why not? You're 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 no you're eating an entire Domino's pizza as your Super Bowl meal. You might as well put guacamole on it. No, wow. no, I, I, I don't need that. So you know what the, the weirdest pizza, my, 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 my good pal Pete would mm. always get a, from Domino's, a pizza with barbecue sauce instead of marinara and then with bacon on top. So that's was, the Pete, barbecue bacon pizza. That's fucking disgusting, man. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like all of those things separately are like, yeah, like, you know, I get that. But like that combination, that's the funky thing about food. You know, you take like three or four things that you genuinely love, you put them together and they make a horrifying combination. And that don't even think you put, that's not pizza to me. If it doesn't have red sauce on it, it's not pizza. That's what that, yeah. Order, he's ordering, he's ordering like a flatbread or something at that point. That's not pizza. No, flatbread's too fancy for what Domino's is putting down here. Well, <laughs> then give me give me a better give me a better term for it. I was thinking so, it's it's a flat piece. Shit. Of <laughs> <laughs> but I, get, I get like you know like what if you put like barbecue sauce and chicken that already kind of goes together, and you put it on top of bread with some oil. That's got to taste okay. I just wouldn't call it pizza. Oh, definitely not. No, no, it's not pizza. There's no way. But then again, and Domino's it, isn't it, pizza either. No. No, it, I mean, it is. It's just not. 
I'm also very. I, I, I always refer pizza. to it as a pizza flavored snack. I don't think it's really it a pizza. It really is. is. Yeah. Like, no, but when you, Domino's when you go pizza with, and pizza flavored Pringles are basically the same thing. <laughs> yes. Pizza flavored anything. You know what's my favorite pizza flavored snack is the combos. Pizza flavored combos. Oh, they're by, those are so they're, good. By far the best pizza flavored snack of all time. So good. Tweet at us at whatever our Twitter handle is. Email us <laughs> if you disagree with me. I don't remember them. Josh will tell them to you. There's not <laughs> a better Twitter. pizza flavored. Yeah. We're, we're not on Twitter? At, no, no, we are. Twitter is it's, it's at YCBS pod. And, and, and for email, it's the same thing. YCBSpod at gmail.com. Just the, that, that's them. Anyway, you were saying. Send me all of your hate mail. Hate on me so hard. There's not a better pizza flavored snack than a combo. Pizza flavor combo. Now, yeah. with Mitch, we, 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 you know, we've gone through my bad traditions. Uh, what, are, what are you going to be eating for the Super Bowl? Oh, my God. I don't even, I don't even know yet. I'm, for me, I'm a big snacky guy. Like, I love snacks. So, dude, we got to throw a cheese board to start it off, bro, right? You know, I, like, we got to make a whole course out of it. So, I, I was actually going to kind of put this back into your lap, Josh, your food guy. What direct, any cheeses that you recommend off the top of your head, man? Have you tried anything recently? Anything that you like to see on a cheese board? Well, I'm a big brie guy. So, if there's brie, I'm happy. Uh, can't be mad yeah. at some Gruyere or some smoked Gouda. Right. Uh, winning options always. Uh, I'm glad. Love a good glad, hard Jarlsberg. Good hard Jarlsberg. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you said. Uh, I'm glad you said brie. I love brie cheese, dude. People get afraid of brie because it's like really soft and like really melty. Oh, I fucking love it. Have you ever had like it in like in a baked puff pastry before with like a little yeah. bit of preserves on top, dude? It's the mm -hmm. best. Yeah, when, so I, when, I was, um, when I was in uh, Poland, staying with one of my friends, they had it for breakfast. Um, and they would, like, scoop out breakfast. the middle to have it as, like, a spread. And then they'd put, you know, some type of jam or something on top of that. And that would be breakfast. Mm -hmm. It was great. Oh, Warm, that sounds fresh so good. in the morning. It was awesome. Ooh, dude, that's music to my ears. Um, so, like, when you get a brie, have you ever had one that's, like, earthier than another one? Or, like... Tastes more like mushrooms, kind of. You oh, know what sure. I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you prefer that flavor, or do you like like a milder, creamier, lighter brie? Mild, creamier, and lighter. Okay, all right. So you like the back off on the flavor a little. But what about like, so is there a cheese you like stronger than others? I love my cheddar cheese like as, as sharp as possible. Not a big cheddar guy. Not in any capacity. Well, no, no, no. In things, yes. On its own, no. Strange. Even like a nice, good, dry Vermont cheddar. Yeah, it just doesn't do it for me. I, I can't tell you why. I don't know. Interesting. Um, are you fan? Do you like the hard Italian cheeses? You think throwing a little bit of that on there? Oh, hey, Parmesan, great. Uh, uh, Romano cheese, I'm with it. But it's all cheddar good. Just doesn't do it for me on its own. So that's the one. So and I feel like cheddar is like the most appealing snacking cheese. Like that's the one like that first goes on the plate. It's like cheddar. I feel like you'd be in the minority there. I don't think you'd be in the minority. I think I think it's a super common cheese to put out um, on, on, a, on a plate. Right? I, yeah. I don't think that's the first one that comes to mind for me, at least. But so are you when, when you're crafting out a Super Bowl snack attack. You're you're mm -hmm. you're doing it thoughtfully because I in my mind, like when I think of Super Bowl foods, I think very like jocular. You know, like I'm thinking chips and dips and everything that's you know hearty is still dips for some reason. Buffalo chicken dip. Um, it's the best. And, I love buffalo chicken oh, dip. Yeah, it's great. Uh, you know, we're going wings. <laughs> Burgers, things that you'll find in fifties movies made by men who are going to die of heart attacks. Um, <laughs> like no, that's where I think. Yeah, but there's but there's some thought to it there though. That's not incorrect. To say that Super Bowl food, game food is healthy for you, um, 
It can be. You got to throw a veggie platter out there. Can't not, right? But you love a good veggie platter in there with your snacking foods. Because, like you said, you can't all be, you know, buffalo chicken, chili, you know, then you got hot dogs. I don't, I wouldn't have hamburgers at a Super Bowl party. It's too, like, you know, it's it's too big. I want, I want more little small things because everybody's going to be crowding around a television. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no, I know. I know. I, uh, yeah, I, it, it's it's a picking kind of meal, you know. It's like the opposite of Thanksgiving, where you want big portions of whatever's going to be having. Or the idea, anyway, is that there are big port. It, it like the Super Bowl is like, look, we're going to be doing this for the next three to four hours. So I'm going to pace myself and nurse a plate for that entire duration. Yes. And so you want like little snacky things to get up. Are you a wing guy? Absolutely. Big wing guy. And and you and flats. Oh flats. Big flat guy. I'm not gonna avoid the drums, but I I, I'd have to pick the flats yourself. Uh I I'm a drum guy only because I'm really bad at eating flats with one hand and I hate getting both my hands dirty at the same time. Oh, you don't have the technique down. I don't. And I fully admit uh, that, like, there is a way to do that, and I'm just not good at it. Um, but I'm not good at it, so I'm picking drums. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'm, I'm good with that. Drums are much easier to consume. You can just one-hand those guys. Oh, yeah. I, I'm a straight fucking child when it, when it comes <laughs> to my ability to eat chicken wings. So I have a very unpopular opinion about chicken wings. And it's you that don't. very point is that if I had the choice between boneless and bone, I know boneless is essentially a chicken nugget. Like I'm good with that, but I would still prefer that over a bone and wing because of the mess that it creates when you eat it. I like, I don't know. Like if I had to choose between the two, I'd rather get boneless. Oh, no, man, I, I totally get it. Like for me, um, the, my main point of concern with the bone in wings is that I am going to look at that pile of bones afterwards and think to myself, I have left so much meat on these bones somewhere that is not obvious to me. And I'm going to hate myself. It's like, I know (laughs) I, cause my mother, I love my mother so much. She would do this to me all the time as a kid, which is like, I would like finish a bone in um, set of wings, and she would look at me and go, you left so much goddamn meat on those things. And I'd be like, where? Where? And then she would just <laughs> go in and, like, surgically start ripping meat off these fucking bones. Oh, my gosh. Like, She's one of those. Yeah. And, like, I, so I can't I can't get bone wings and not look and feel disappointment like, preemptively. Your mother took a toll on you there, brother. My man. It's alright, dude. I leave meat on the bones, too. Not to be ashamed of yourself for that. You tried your well, hardest. Uh, it, it, it's <laughs> thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's, <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's part shame and part self disappointment. Because like the other part of it is like <laughs> I want I want to eat that meat. Like give it give it to me. I'm and when you so when you have the whole when you have the boneless one, you know you're eating a thousand percent of the meat. Exactly. Exactly. I can. I can. Aff- I can truly clean my plate. You need to see your plate cleaned. Would your mom yell at you if you didn't clean your plate? Like if you didn't finish your meal? Uh, she would not yell, but she would very much so voice. <laughs> oh, she would voice. She, yeah, she would be like, you know, you could take less. Oh my! <laughs> Dude, you know what? Now that I'm saying that, I think my mother did the same thing too. She may have. I'll have to ask her. I don't remember. It sounds like something my grandmother would say, but I don't know about my mom. I don't know. She said so much to me over my life. If I can only remember half of it, I'll be okay. Um, So the worst part about it is that she like wouldn't look up while she did it. You know what I mean? She'd be like reading the paper during dinner and like feel uh, me throwing away food. 
Oh man. Oh uh, God. There's no eye contact. Yes. It's not good. Yeah, the problem it, like, is it, like it's like she says it while you're standing over the garbage option. Either put it in the garbage anyway after she just said that, or go back and sit down and eat food you were about to put in the garbage. And it's like there's uh, no winning this situation. And she knows that. Your mother knew oh, exactly yeah. what she was doing. Not, oh, yeah. not a very smart lady. Yes, she is. <laughs> so, so, so back. So, so we've gone over the wings. We're, we're drums because we like less of a mess, but we agree that we would go boneless if we could. Couple different reasons. You're a nachos guy. Uh, yeah, I am. I I feel about nachos the same way I feel about most uh, chip slash dip combination guys. Even though nachos is a dip, it's like a assembled thing, is that I genuinely, genuinely love eating them. And I know I will also never eat them casually. Like, mm -hmm. I will eat wings for non-occasions. Like, I'll have a package of wings sitting in my freezer, and I'll make that for dinner one day. But I'm, like, never going to casually just, like, make a crock of... Um, artichokes uh spinach artichoke dip like i'm gonna okay i'm only gonna make that for an occasion same thing with nachos i'm never gonna casually make nachos i love them really? when they're around but i'll never casually make them dude nachos was like the first meal my mother taught me to make she said you take the cheese you shred it you put it in the microwave there's your meal <laughs> <laughs> i love nachos dude it's the best i like that's it's so easy to make you could just like if I was bringing it to a Super Bowl party, I would have just put cheese on chips and say, "Hey, here you go." I'm surprised you wouldn't make it as like a quick meal. No, no, because but because I I I know who I am as an eater, and I'm not gonna stop there. <laughs> you would get multiple plates. Yeah, like yeah. like I I know that that a plate of chips with some cheese is not enough substance to prevent me from continuing to eat. Right, right. Oh, God. So you need, like, a, a protein on top of that if it would need to stop you from eating more. Right, right. I, I'm going to need something bigger. <laughs> it's like, like, my, because, because, like, it's just, you know, like, uh, uh, sour cream and onion dip, huge fucking fan. Um, fan know, too. Queso, big fan. Salsa, big fan. The problem is I will sit down and eat that like it's a meal. And then eat way too much of it because I'm trying to actively fill myself up. I will never just eat it as like a snack because I will never mm -hmm. stop. Yeah, I suffer from the same exact thing. Really, the same exact thing. I could eat those Tostitos queso jars. I love those stuff, man. Oh, they're so I, fucking good. Oh God, and I know it's so terrible, and but it just tastes so good. And well, you get it, the too, yeah. It, 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 it's it's like Domino's. Like I know this isn't real queso, but like fuck, man, is it still cheese in a jar? Like I love it. No, <laughs> even it. like yeah, even like queso isn't really that difficult to make. It's no. not like that complex. It's just fucking cheese and milk. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it's a pretty straightforward recipe. Yeah, pre pretty. I mean, you can zhuzh it up and make it pretty nice. I'll make it. I might make a. I might make a queso for Super Bowl. You know, I've, now that I'm thinking about it, the can of Rotel in there with some Velveeta and some milk, fucking gross but delicious. <laughs> Velveeta is the most disgusting cheese ever. Have you ever cooked with Velveeta before? Uh, if you're using Velveeta, can you call? It well, it's like a cheese substitute, cheese-like. You know, I, I've, I've, I, I've had it, yeah. <laughs> what, what is it even? Like, I, don't is it I, I don't need to know. I don't need to know. It doesn't need to be oh. part of what, part of my, my knowledge base, what is technically in Velveeta. I'm good. Uh, well, I almost, uh, I'm pulling up the Wikipedia page for the viewers. It's just a processed cheese that tastes like American cheese. Blah, blah, blah. See, the fact it says tastes like American cheese and not is American cheese 
it's a concerning uh, syntax. So, yeah, there's, like, a bunch of, like, acid and shit. Like, oh, this, all of it, it sounds normal to begin with. Milk, water, whey, milk protein, concentrate. Milk, fat, whey, protein, concentrate. But then it's, like, sodium phosphate. I think that's a preservative. Right? Oh, dude, like, uh, oh, no fucking clue. Oh, this is all science it, garbage to me. Yeah, so okay, so I'm getting no help. This is again, this is where Matt Tory might be able to help us out. Yes, famous scientist Matt Tory. Famous scientist Matt Tory. <laughs> Are we making Matt Tory out to be something that he's not again? Didn't Greg do that? Yes, yeah, <laughs> I'm sure he did. Oh, what did he do that for? Renowned yeah. astrophysicist Matt Tory. Oh, yeah, maybe that's and the what best it was. part. Is the best part is so if you're listening to this at home, you can take comfort in the fact. That Matt Tory is not listening to this at home, <laughs> and will never. So we can say anything we want about him. He will never listen to this episode, and he will never find out. Matt Tory will never know what we're talking about. You know what's funny is I, I was talking to Matt the other day, and this is a huge deviation from where we were talking, where we are right now in our conversation. But it doesn't matter. Um, no, it doesn't. Matter. I was talking to him about the other show that I, I did that we mentioned previously, Juicing the Numbers, Statistics and Sports Podcast, and. I mentioned to him that we're on episode uh, 216. Uh, episode 217 just dropped today. And uh, that's a lot of episodes. And he was like, you know, that's a lot of episodes for a show I've never listened to. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, Matt, I I know. And he was like, you, he's like, no, really, I've never listened to your show. <laughs> he's had 216 individual opportunities to do so. He hasn't listened to one. No, and I'm not like mad at him at all. I'm the offhand chance he ever does listen to this. Don't care. But it was a very funny exchange in which he told me how. Um, it was very funny. So that's I, I, I take I, comfort knowing he's not going to listen to his own show if he's not on it too. I I I don't listen to the, our own show. I probably should. I don't. Oh, I, I, I don't. Why? Should we? Dude, I come out with four podcast episodes a week. I'm not devoting the four to six hours of time to listen to all this shit back again. Yeah, you might as well just like post it and just forget about it and just like worry about the next one. That that is exactly what I do. Because you get better you get better with each one. It gets a little bit easier. Yeah, back when I was first starting out, like I to all of them in full before I even posted them. But I mean, like at this point, I guess I got other shit to do with my time. I got a prep for an interview I'm giving on a, their um, a guest we're having on for Sunday. They got a lot of other shit to do. So yeah, ain't, ain't, ain't happening, who's, man. Ain't happening. Quick plug, who's going to be on the show? Can you, can you divulge? Oh yeah, sure. If you listen to Juicing the Numbers, expect Max Greenfield of the, of the website Pitchers List to come on, talk about some pitching statistics. And if you want to look back, we just had on uh, Keith McPherson on the on the last Monday's episode of John Boy Media and the Pinstripe Strong podcast talking about the Negro Leagues and Black History Month. It was a really good conversation. So check those out. Shouts to John Boy. Love those guys. They put out great content. Yeah. And uh, Keith is a, is a really cool fucking dude. Um, That's really awesome, man. Yeah. Very, now, very awesome. I do want to pivot back. To Super Bowl talk, and I would like to ask you another question that is probably a lot less applicable this year than in years past. But the Super Bowl is also kind of a weird thing because it is meant to be sociable, but there's also a thing that requires at least some level of attention. It's like we're all together because it's like when you're when you gather for like the mm-hmm. um, uh, for New Year's, there's like a 10-second period of time where you need to be doing anything other than whatever the fuck you want. But if you, like, want to watch the game for the Super Bowl, you have to watch the game. But there's a bunch of people there, and half those people don't give a fuck what's happening on the TV. So, Mitch, <laughs> how, do you, how do you interact with, the, uh, with, with that dichotomy that is, one... I kind of want to focus on what's happening on the TV. And two, I don't want to be glued to the TV. So 
I shamelessly, for my entire life, most like my, like a family's house, I would always find the television and put on the game and use that as an excuse to sit down. So uh, the Super Bowl is no different for me. I will no issue being glued to the television. If you want to get up and talk in the other room and like just hang out because you're not into the game, that's fine. It's not an issue. But I want to watch the Super Bowl, man. It's the biggest football game of the year. No, that's why I'm. That's why I'm there. I don't know. Are you able to like dive, you know, invest yourself into that experience for that long, or like do you feel the need where you got to kind of like bop in and bop out? With a couple other stuff. Uh, no, I I do my best to socialize as much as I can, and I I think I have an easier time with it because so many of my friends that I end up watching the games with are also football fans, so that we're all kind of doing the same thing and like bullshitting and chit chatting during replays and commercials, and then being focused while the clock is actually ticking but because i i i try not to take it too seriously because for one my team is not nor never ever will be in in the game <laughs> go jets <laughs> uh, and <laughs> i'm self-aware uh and um it is quote unquote just a game i want to pay attention to it because it's you know, one of my favorite sports, and it's a game I've watched every year my entire life. But I want to make sure, like, I'm never gonna, I'm never gonna shush anybody. But I'm gonna think mean thoughts if they're if they're fucking talking too much. Yeah, I wouldn't. Sh uh, depends on the person. It depends on if I, if like I had a good relationship with the person, just to bust their chops, I would shush them. But not like some random person. Like if I'm at like a big, you know, like other years, you know, there have been parties that I've been to at some point in time where there've been like 30, 40 people there. I'm not going to shush somebody at a 30, 40 people party. That's just, there's no, no you know, there's just no way it's quiet. It's always going to be fucking loud. You know. The, the, the word the end, was, uh... oh, go ahead. In the end, most who's who has the game this year? Is it CBS? CBS, yeah. Okay, I'll take Romo and Nance. They're okay. If it's the Fox guy, I don't want to listen to Joe Buck. Right? No. You don't either, do you? No, who? No one likes Joe Buck. Oh. People say they like no one. No one should like Joe Buck. He's not very good at his job. I really uh, don't know why. How did he get this far anyway? Total diversion. Well, his 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 dad. Yeah, it was his father. He's a commentator his whole life. Yeah. That's it. Anyway, I'm sorry. You were going to say earlier. Oh, fuck. What was I going to say? Shit. Oh, I was going to say the worst was watching any of the like nine times the Patriots were in the Super Bowl with people who like root for New England teams, but it didn't pay attention very much because they were rooting very, very hard, but also didn't really understand what was happening but their team kept winning anyway. That's the worst. And it bothers me so much because it's like, it's like losing to somebody in a video game that doesn't know how to play the video game, but like figured out two buttons that are really working. Right. Like, I right, know you right. don't get why you're winning, but the problem is you're still winning. And so I can't like get too mad here. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I kind, I got that with the Giants a little bit. People that like were just like kind of Giants fans, but not really Giants fans. And the, then they're in the Super Bowl. It's like, oh, sweet! Now we're in the Super Bowl. Now I'm the biggest fan. Is that kind of what you're pointing towards? Uh less so the bandwagoning, and more so it's like, yeah. Like, I remember once, uh, I was at a Jets game. I was at a Jets Pats game. Um, so obviously the Jets lost. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, of course. <laughs> and of course they did. The Jets had a great run. And I was sitting in front of a Patriots fan, and he shouted, uh, Oh, how'd you let that happen? Put Gronk back in. Mind you, 
a couple of things. This was last year. Gronk wasn't on the Patriots. And Gronk doesn't play defense. Yes. <laughs> and it's like, you know, the Patriots are going to win this game. Because the Jets suck. And the Patriots are good. Well, up until this year. Um, but that guy's an asshole. Because yeah, he-, he is latching onto a good team and is rooting very powerfully and has no idea what's happening. And especially he's doing it at the expense of your team, whom you are very informed with what's going on and care very deeply about what's happening. You feel kind of slighted. You're like, why is this guy getting the win? You know, he's, he doesn't even know who Gronkowski is, what, what position he plays. Yeah, so Gronkowski is currently in the WWE, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of, I guess I didn't hang around enough New England fans or like Boston area fans for me to observe that. Oh, well, I, I, you know, I go to a, a lot of Jets games. The, the best part about being a fan of a bad team is the tickets are always cheap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, never yeah. Paid, never paid more than 30 bucks to go to a Jets game. And that's going to be the worst part about if the Jets ever get good is that I'll actually have to start paying like market rate for their, for their tickets. Um, might as so well pay to you to games. go to Jets games, man. They might as well oh. pay you. Shit. I mean, they could use it. It's uh, it's not I, a lot of home team attendance there. But oh, it's you know, a shame. I, I spend a lot of time around Patriots fans because I've gone to a decent number of Jets Pats games because even right. then the tickets aren't expensive at all. You got to see your team get blown out even more. All right, I get that. Right, so that's probably why you were seeing all these dumb Patriots fans. Uh, I have been to some fun Jets wins. I think I was that the uh, Jets game when they beat the Chiefs a couple of years ago. That was a wild time. But uh, yeah, no, we're a bad team. And we'll never. I'm just hoping we like make the game before I die. That's all I really want. We don't even have to win. I'm just hoping we like get there. Oh my God, you sound like a Cubs fan, like an old Cubs fan. Dude, Fuck that, that just... shit. The Cubs it... just won. I'm thinking about the Lions. Them motherfuckers never made the show. Oh, they haven't. I'm thinking how long the Jets are going to go before they win again. The Jets are just so bad. Whatever year I die, it'll be the year after that. I hope not, buddy. I'd love to see the Jets win a Super Bowl. I would love to. That's definitely not happening this year. It's most certainly not happening this year. But yeah, I would. I think bottom line is though is like, um. It, it, the Super Bowl is just a crazy ritual that this country has, and there's like many different facets to the way that uh, that we can look at it. We've looked at it a couple different ways. I don't know if you have a know how long we've been going. I think we've been going about an hour. I'm looking at eight o'clock. I think we started recording a little bit after seven. Yeah, just about. Um, I do have one yeah. last, I guess, uh, football esque question uh, for the Super Bowl. Would you prefer a high-scoring affair or a defensive slugfest? So I'm like an old-school guy, so I'd prefer a defensive slugfest, but that doesn't mean necessarily low-scoring. You know, I just want the offense to have to work to score points, and I want the defense to come up with some plays that ultimately turns the game. You know what I'm saying? I'm with you. I'm with you. Like, like that, that, what was that a couple years ago when the Rams played the uh, Patriots? Oh, that Rams, Super Patriots. Bowl sucked. Yeah, I think that, that was a total of 21 points. Super Bowl. So and, and that's not a defensive struggle. That's just bad football. Yeah, that was offensive yeah. struggle. Yeah, yeah, an offensive struggle. What about you? What do you prefer? Oh, points on the board, man. Um, obviously, like you, I, I, as much as I enjoyed seeing the Eagles – beat the Patriots, not because I like the Eagles, but because I hate the Patriots. Um, that game was also a mess. I mean, like, no, no defense stopped either offense. And at a certain point, it's just bad football. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I, I agree. I'd like to see some, some fun defensive shit. But at the same time, the Super Bowl as a neutral fan is a great time to see the two best teams kind of, you know, throw some of their will around a little bit and what gets to happen on the field. So definitely looking to see some high scoring affairs. Plus 
It's the time of year that you get people who are not football fans to watch a game and uh, put your best foot forward, score some fucking points. Yeah, and it, it helps everybody at the party itself because the worst thing is when you have people together and the game sucks. Yeah. Rams Patriots again. Yep. You know what actually was the worst Super Bowl I ever watched? Was when the Seahawks played the Broncos. Broncos. Yeah. Like oh, 43 that game to 8 sucked. or some shit. Yeah, that game sucked so badly. And it was played at yeah. MetLife Stadium. They'll never play another Super Bowl in New York. <laughs> ever. Yeah, no, that was that was awful. Um, yeah, that was, but I'm hoping, to, you know, and we, we didn't want to talk about the game too much here, but just as just for fun. So who do we like? Uh, I turned in my prediction on juicing the numbers ahead of the uh, the today episode two seventeen. I picked the Chiefs, and I'm going with a high scoring affair, a very high scoring affair. Um, because I want it. Uh, 42-35. Uh, so you're taking the over with the Chiefs. All right. Wow. You're giving no love to either of those defenses. No. How about you? Uh, you know, so... All right. So this whole postseason, everybody's been betting against Brady. He was the... He was the un, outside of the game against the Redskins... They didn't think that this, he was going to beat the Saints. They didn't think that he was going to beat the Packers. And I think he has a little bit of a chip on his shoulder, and he wants to prove something. And that Buccaneers offense is crazy loaded. He's got weapons all around him. They're pretty big up front, and they're like in real good stride. Like the last game I watched them play against the Packers, I was really impressed. Dude, the Chiefs are just so nasty. The Bills never had a shot in that game. Never did. And Mahomes can just make plays. I, I'm, I worry about Mahomes' injury, though. I know he's back, and I know he looked good. But that's still kind of on the back of my mind a little bit. What if he takes one good shot? That Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay defense is big up front, and they get to the quarterback really well. What if, uh, isn't uh, your boy JPP? No, you're not a Giants fan. JPP, old JPP. Yeah, he's still uh, there. He's still there, and he's still making noise. Yeah, you know what? The the man can still hit, and if he takes down Mahomes a little bit, and and the guy, you know, he can be knocked out. Knows. Uh, So, all that being said, I think uh, I'll take the I'll take the Buccaneers. I'll take the Buccaneers. uh, Twenty-seven, twenty-four. All right, all right. That's a tight one. Yeah, I think I it's because like it. they're two great, yeah, two great teams. Uh, how about for like the history of the NFL, dude? Passing the torch. How much of storyline is that? Did you guys address and juice in the numbers? Oh, uh, we didn't at all. Oh, really? Yeah. That's interesting. I just think it's. I so are you a pure Tom Brady hater? No, no. Actually, if anything, the past year has really turned around my opinion. Like, he's the best quarterback of all time. Not even. Like, it sucks it was at the Jets' expense, but he is the best. He's, he's, yeah. Yeah. Really the best. And Mahomes has uh, the cape. Mahomes can do the same thing. He's young. Oh, for sure. And and he's insanely talented. He's on a great team and all that. Uh, I, I don't give a shit about passing torch storylines. I think it's trite and meaningless. Right. Uh, but there is, but as much I agree, I don't disagree with you that it's meaningless, but I guess the only point, I'm not necessarily trying to say that it, it has a meaning other than that the meaning that a lot of people will see in this game. I could see people think about the face of the NFL. How long has Tom Brady been the face of the NFL? Right? He's going up against like the next generation's talent. No, oh, it's a storyline to play up. I mean, they're going to play it up. I, I, I don't. I just don't know if it means anything. That's it's not where my concern or my my interest in sports uh, derives, and therefore, I, I, me personally, I just don't give a shit. People right. are going it's- to get old and leave football, and people are going to be young and leave football. 
and that is the way life works. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Yep, couldn't have said any better myself. Yeah, but uh, anyway, it'll be fun, right. man. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have a, a a nice game on Sunday. Two exciting teams. We will maybe we'll see if any commercials stood out to us when we record next week and see if uh, if we had been swayed at all to buy things based on the comedy of, of a commercial. So if there's anything, if, if, uh, if any advertisements reach your, reach your wallet, we'll find out <laughs> next Sunday. Yeah. Stay um, tuned. Stay tuned. We'll also give updates on how our ventures in food go. Um, and, uh, you, are you doing things with people this year or, or are you abstaining? I think I have uh, just a couple close friends that were just getting together, very small, and uh, just going to uh, enjoy the game. I hope that you're able to, uh, in some capacity, join the game yourself. Oh, absolutely. It'll, it'll be uh, Kel, my girlfriend, uh, and, and myself. We'll just be hanging out in the apartment, having a great time. We're both looking forward to it. And uh, we'll fill all of you people in. Uh, next week when we when we get back together the, the however many of us there are all of you matter <laughs> um, it, in the meantime if you want to follow the show on twitter as we said earlier you can do so at ycbspod and if you want to hit us up via email you can do so at ycbspod at gmail.com and until uh, next Friday y'all have a good one have a good night guys Thank you.